come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett, of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett, as my husband affectionately calls me. Thank you for allowing and trusting us to be a part of your Christian walk. In this week's episode, we will be discussing overcoming worry and redirecting anger as teens according to God's word. Yeah, that's right. Come on, come on, come on. We are back live in PNT Podcast Studio with our first episode and podcast of 2021. We are looking forward to a great year of learning, studying God's word that will help you and propel you into a new place in your Christianity walk with the Lord. The world and the biblical meaning of anger and worry. Anger, a strong feeling of annoyance, displeasure, or hostility. Worry, give way to anxiety or unease, allow one's mind to dwell on difficulty or troubles. We can find the biblical antidote to worrying. Psalm 23 verses 1 through 3. The Lord is my shepherd, I lack nothing. He makes me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still and quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right path for his namesake. I know this lesson and episode is a little heavier than normal, but we feel that this is the perfect lesson to kick off your awesome 2021 year. As young people, you worried about what your life would be like after COVID-19 hit, ending schooling as you knew it, and actually ending everyone's very normal lives as they knew it, creating in some panic and worrying. I want you to reflect back to Psalms 23. If you have confessed that Jesus Christ is the Lord of your life, you have been adopted into the family of God, which makes him your shepherd, and you can therefore lack nothing. What does the shepherd provide his sheep? Worry-free green pastures, panic-free and still quiet waters, and most importantly, He renews your soul with courage, strength, and faith that gives you the ability to overcome anything that causes you to worry or to question God's love and commitment to guide and protect you. You don't have to worry because God got you. God has never lost a battle. Check his track record. God never said this journey you're on would be easy, but I can say it. It should most definitely be worry free. There's good news. I'm so excited. Are you ready for this? Matthew 6, 25 through 27, and then I'm going to jump down 33 to 34. Therefore, I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or drink or about your body. What you will wear is not life more than food and the body more than clothes. Look at the birds of the air. They never sow or reap or store away in barns, Yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you, my young loyal listeners, are you not much more valuable than they? Can any one of you by worrying add a single hour to your life? But seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. You had to get excited about the first four words in that scripture. I know I did. 
you had to get so excited that I'm sure you started running around with your headphones on, sitting at your computer. The first four words of that scripture. Therefore, I tell you, why am I excited about that? Because Jesus is talking to us, my young lawyers and sisters. He said, therefore, I tell you, who is you, you and me? He said, I tell you, who is the I? It is Jesus. What is Jesus telling you? You, your family and your friends and other Christians and I, that we do not have to worry about this life, about what we will eat or what we will wear. Why, 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 why? Because it's simple and easy. Matthew 6, and 34 tells us, if we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, these things will be added. See, if you're going to worry about one day, you might as well worry about them all. Because each day carry its own trouble. That's what the scripture says. Each day has its own trouble. But if you seek, as Jesus stated, both his kingdom and his righteousness, everything you will need to keep you from worrying will be provided, which is peace, strength, joy, protection, and God's love. Don't go anywhere. We'll be right back after a short break. And we're back live in PNT Podcast Studio after that short break. I know you're still shouting and excited about what Jesus was telling us, that we didn't have to worry. So I want to talk about some practical ways to overcome worrying, okay? I know I said a lot and not so many words earlier, but I have all the faith I need in you to step up and do your part in understanding this lesson here. I'm going to throw out quite a few more scriptures in explaining some practical ways that you can overcome your worry, okay? Number one, refocus on the small steps you can take to move forward. Don't get stuck. You must leave the place of worry, whether physically or mentally. Not moving forward will only cause the worrying to escalate and to fester. Don't let your mind or yourself stay in a place and dwell there, okay? Don't do that. Move forward. Get away from that place. Psalm 27 tells us this. One thing I ask of the Lord This is what I seek, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to seek him in his temple. See, so if we're in a place of weary, we can't be in a place of protection. Because remember, Matthew told us to seek. Psalm 27 also now tells us, the one thing I asked of the Lord, this is what I seek. So whatever you want to get over, get past, ask the Lord, how do you get past it? Because you're dwelling in his house because you have been adopted into his family. See, making that connection for you. Number two, don't allow yourself to get lost in fear. Basically, don't allow yourself to get lost in false evidence that appears real. When we worry or when worry sets in, we open the door to fear. How is that? Excellent question. As Matthew tells us, we can't add one hour to our lives by worrying. I'm not saying the events or problems or unplanned tragedies that pop up in our lives won't cause us to stop and pause for a moment. They may even temporarily affect us, but we shouldn't let it overcome us with grief and fear. 2 Timothy 1 and 7. For the Spirit of God gave us, does not make us timid, basically scared, but gives us power, love, and self-discipline. What does that mean? It simply means that we should not be scared because of the power God has given us and the love 
that God has given us is God's love, which means his protection, his love. It encamps us. It encompasses us in self-discipline. So basically, we can control how much we worry or whether we worry or not. So he didn't give us a spirit of fear, but he gave us power. He gave us his love and he gave us something to allow us to discipline ourselves from walking away from these places that worry us. Okay. Number three, don't internalize the panic or worry. Give it to God. Let me say that again. Don't internalize the panic or worry. Just give it to God. Talk about what's bothering you. Find a friend, find a family member, find someone. And then don't forget to take it to God. Talk to someone, but also take it to God in prayer. You must take everything you're dealing with, everything that's bothering you, everything that's worrying you, anything that, that affects you, you can take it to God in prayer. God has made us several promises. I'm going to read Philippians 4, 7 through 9, because it, it fits this perfectly, okay? And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you have learned or received or heard from me or seen in me, put it into practice. And the God of peace will be with you. Let me talk about that real quick, real quick. He listed some things that are praise and God worthy. He didn't say think about whatever's bothering you. He didn't say, think about whatever someone said about you. He didn't say, think about whatever clothes you couldn't afford. He didn't say to think about whatever class you couldn't pass. He didn't say, think about those things. He said, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about those such things. We can be happy and praiseworthy about the things of Jesus Christ. We can be happy about the things he's doing in our lives. See, we should think on those things. We should think on those things that God promises. What did he say? If you seek my kingdom, these things will be added because you can't add an hour to your life. That's what he said. He said, I, he said, the Lord is your shepherd and I shall not want and I shall not have lack. Think on that is what you should be thinking on. Don't think on that problem. Okay. So I close this, this segment of the show because we have the conversation corner coming up with just, just let God have it. God said he is the one who wants to make your burdens light. So let God have it. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We talked about how easy it is to get angry, how little things set us off. You get angry with your friends when they don't listen to your side, hear your point of view. You get angry because you got beat at the game you were playing. You get angry because the shoes or the clothes you wanted were sold out or on back order, and you have to wait. You get angry because the teacher says something you didn't like. You get angry because you do something wrong, got caught, and then wanted to blame everybody else. You get angry with your parents because they don't give you what you want when you want it, because you have chores, because you have to work, because if you make bills, you have to pay for them. Be careful in this area. One day you just might be a parent. Another area we need to be careful in is when we get angry with God. Now, God says in his word, Psalm 4, 4, be angry and do not sin. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. So when we get angry, we need to pause, be still, take a break, woosah, calm our thoughts and emotions down. 
Anger makes us do and say some awful things to people. Things that after we say or do them, we instantly feel sorry for. We need to remember that we can never take back words once they are out of our mouths, no matter how many I'm sorry's you give. When our actions from our anger causes someone heartache or pain, we can't take those actions back. So like the word instructs us, you can be angry, just don't sin. Don't let your anger get the best of you. Meditate within your heart on your bed and be still. What does that mean? It means take the time to think about what your anger is going to make you do. Be still just for a minute and think about it. Pray that you don't do something that will have a bad consequence when you've cooled down. People talk about blind rage. It's real, and it happens instantly. You go from 1 to 100 in a split second, and it has damaging effects. If you feel this type of anger rising up in you, walk away. Find a spot and go into prayer. Ask God to help you. Trust him enough to know that he will be there when you call on him. There is no shame in admitting that you have allowed anger to control you in the past, but you can make a change today. Do it. In the words of Maya Angelou, when you know better, you do better. In summary, the importance of redirecting anger and overcoming worry. I close this episode with a few quotes to help you start your new year 2021 off on the right step, walking the right path, in the right direction, which leads to God and his purpose for you, my young loyal listeners. Worry does not empty tomorrow of its sorrow. It empties today of its strength. Worry often gives a small thing a very, very big shadow. Goals for the future distract you from the worry and danger about the past and directs your focus and propels you into the direction God has designed for you to travel in. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-production's editing techniques that's used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.